It's National Trail Mix Day today. And of course, I over-researched it. But I did find three great recipes for you. I'll tell you about them on This Is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Tuesday, August 31st. Yep, we're just about done with August 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Okay, first of all, it is National Heroes Day today, and I do want to mention that several cities around the United States, and actually even around the globe, uh, will be taking some time today to honor those that were the pandemic frontline teams. So uh, take a look uh, online. You can either check out Facebook or Google and do some searches there and you can figure out if there's anything happening in your city. Remember, we did the little banging of the things last year uh, throughout the start of the pandemic. <laughs> Maybe we can go out and bang some pots tonight. We'll we'll see what the what the web tells us to do and we'll just blindly follow along. How about that? <laughs> All right. It is National Trail Mix Day today. And yeah, this is where I went deep in my research today because, well, it's trail mix and I love me some trail mix, especially some of these. I need to put these together. This one I feel like was the best idea ever. You take graham crackers, you take mini marshmallows and you take chocolate chips and that becomes your trail mix. Guess what that is? A s'mores trail mix. That sounds amazing. How about this one? A breakfast mix is uh, this one here. Cashews, cranberries, raisins, shredded oats, and I'm not sure about this one, but maybe Cheerios. Yeah, uh, okay, I'll give it a shot. I will try that recipe. But this one here, this is my big one. This one, I'm liking. You got to add a little uh, seasoning to this one, but I think you'll dig it. It's a Cajun mix. Walnuts, sunflower seeds, pecans, pumpkin seeds, chili powder, cayenne pepper, garlic powder, cumin, and sea salt. Yeah, I'm going to need to make this. This sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> yeah, I know you've got the trail mix with like the chocolate and the raisins and stuff, but these I'm telling you, we'll have to give them a shot. Uh, there's plenty of recipes out there for uh, trail mix and actually even some YouTube videos and as far as how to make it. So if you're unsure, hit those up or just listen to the podcast again and listen to my recipe and just put it all together. I didn't give you any amounts or quantities, but well, you'll figure it out. Trail mix. Can't be that hard, right? <laughs> okay. You know, it can be that hard sometimes for some people is finding a match. Well, today it's National Matchmaker Day. So maybe today is the day for you to be a matchmaker and hook your friends up with somebody. Yeah. You know, those two friends that are like, oh, well, maybe there's this one. Maybe there's that one. Let's see if it works. You could be that matchmaker today. And you know, the thing is, if you're really good at it, maybe you could consider making it a career. Yeah, check this out. There are matching services out there that charge eh, little as 500, but as much as like $25,000 with no promise of actually meeting someone. Now there's some even ex more extreme services out there that charge over $100,000 to match you with someone. They say they're gonna bring you 20 people. <laughs> for you, I don't know, I guess to test drive? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, if you're in this whole dating scene, I'm not the person to advise you because I haven't been in that in a really long time. But uh, there is somebody I spoke with, Ricky Thompson, over on my Learning More podcast about online dating and pandemic dating. If you're interested in the topic, go check out episode six of Learning More. She's fantastic. She's awesome. And she gives you some great tips on what to do as far as setting up those online profiles. So maybe you don't have to spend $100,000 to try to find somebody. See? Look at that. 
learning more, saving you $100,000 for listening. All right, let's start our events, and let's start in 1888. Yeah, this day, Mary Ann Nichols was murdered. Why are we talking about a murder from 1888? Well, it's still unsolved. Yeah, along with five other murders, or possibly even 11 other murders, all done by somebody at first called the Whitechapel Murderer, and then called Leather Apron, and then Saucy Jack. None of those names stuck. The one that stuck was Jack the Ripper. Yeah, Jack the Ripper committed his first murder on this day in 1888. It was Mary Ann Nichols. She was a prostitute, and the murder took place in an area with high crime. There were brothels and bars on essentially every quarter. She was found by two people walking by. They reported it to the police, who showed up shortly after. Now, here's the thing. The police said that the death probably took place almost around the same time that those two people walked by. So they could have possibly have walked by Jack the Ripper without ever knowing that it was him. Okay, so basically this was news. Major news. They reported on it and reported on it and reported on it and people gossiped about it. And here's the other thing about that time was there was a lot of racism against the Jewish population. So the gossip and then the news articles began to focus and sort of basically assume that the murderer was probably Jewish. So the reports led to the arrest of a shoemaker who was Jewish. John Pizer. Now, the evidence was light and his alibi was strong, so he was released. Other suspects in the crime include everyone from a prince to the author of Alice in Wonderland. There's an entire Wikipedia article on the various suspects in this case. We move now to 1997 at 12.20 a.m. in Paris. Diana, Princess of Wales, and Dodi Fayed left the Ritz. The hotel was actually owned by Dodie's father. They got into a black Mercedes that was at the rear entrance. They were trying to get away without the photographer seeing him. The entire trip at this point, and really all of Diana's life, was disrupted because of the paparazzi chasing her down for a photo. The driver of the car was part of the security team at the Ritz, so he was trusted. However, the driver, Henri Paul, had a beer and a scotch before he got behind the wheel. We would later find out that he also had uh, a blood alcohol level that was three times higher than the legal limit, and he was taking prescription drugs. The car raced away from the hotel only to be followed. Now, some reports say that the driver actually taunted the, the photographers trying to get them to follow him. Approximately three minutes into the drive, the car collided at high speed with a concrete pillar in a tunnel. The driver and Dodie were pronounced dead at the scene. Diana had to be cut out of the car. Now, French medics are a bit different from here in the States, like what we're accustomed to. They actually treat people on the scene to stabilize them before going to the hospital. So they tend to stay at the scene a lot longer. It was an hour after the accident before Diana was on her way to the hospital. And while she was on her way, she went into cardiac arrest and the ambulance had to stop while they were giving her CPR. At the hospital, she went into surgery. That lasted for nearly two hours. And at 4 a.m. on this day in 1997, Princess Di was pronounced dead. 
There's a biopic coming up in November called Spencer. It has Kristen Stewart playing Princess Di. It's directed by the same guy that directed Jackie, which is about Jackie Onassis, Jackie Kennedy, you know. Uh, it was an awesome movie, that movie. And this movie looks like it's going to be fantastic. Kristen Stewart, she has that look down and all the characteristics of Princess Di. It, the trailer's amazing. Just go check it out. It looks like it's almost like news footage of Princess Di. So do be sure to check that out. Also, I'm going to change topics here because I want to tell you about learning more. Coming up tomorrow, remember Candid Camera? Yeah, come on. You got to, right? You know, smile, you're on Candid Camera. Well, check this out. Peter Funt, the son of Alan Funt, the creator of Candid Camera, is going to be on my show, learning more. It drops tomorrow. So be sure to check that out. It is awesome. It was exciting to talk to him. And uh, the whole time I felt like I was going to be pranked, like I was going to be on candid camera. Turns out I wasn't. That was actually a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. James Coburn was born on this day in 1928. Van Morrison born on this day in 1945. Richard Gere turned 72 today. Marsha Clark is 68. Debbie Gibson is 51 today. Chris Tucker is 50. And that's your look at August 31st. Thanks for listening this entire month to This Is Today. At least I hope you did. And I hope you listen the entire month of September because that's coming up tomorrow. Big show tomorrow, you know, the debut of September. <laughs> it's only the second time we've done it. If we made a mistake on the show and you heard it, you're super smart. We're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ. I'll talk to you tomorrow.